episode 39 of the 20 Digit Scene Review Podcast. Alex, how are you doing this evening? I'm really well. That's Thanks. great. That's great. It is a odd episode, and usually what happens in odd episodes, Alex takes the lead. He picks a scene from a movie and talks a little bit about it. So, Alex, why don't I uh, hand it over to you and introduce uh, the movie a bit and maybe some background context and we can have some banter, shall we say, yeah. of this particular scene. All right, let's do it. So, my film pick for this week is The Mark of Zorro, the 1940 film. Because uh, obviously 1940. it's been done. Few, yeah, it's been done a few is times. Is this our we... oldest film? I think this is our oldest film we've ever Potentially picked. Potentially 82 mm. years, I guess. Yeah, that's <laughs> incredible. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of yeah. amazing to say it out loud like that. But here we are. So this film, uh, in particular, the scene I picked is the uh, the duel between uh, the two the Two of the main character, well, the the Zorro character, but in this case, he's uh, in his alter ego form, Don Diego, and Captain Esteban Pasquale. So uh, Zorro played by Tyrone Power, and uh, the captain played by Basil Rathbone. Uh, this is this is just an incredible fight scene that speaks for itself. I came came across it on the internet. It's like, wow, we, we have to do this one. <laughs> this looks amazing. <laughs> It's just it's just drop drop uh, jaw dropping, right? Just watching it for the first time, rewatching it, rewatching it. It's considered by some to be uh, one of the best film sword fights of all time, like before, during, and after of its time. It's just to the untrained eye, just it appears extremely realistic. Uh, that's what drew me to it, and I don't have a lot of fencing knowledge, you know, uh, at all, really. But I've read that experts agree that it is highly realistic. Uh, just seeing it, the, the speed is so impressive of the blades like flashing around and, and there are uh, so many uh, blocks and parries and everything. I'm sure there's lots of fencing intricacies in there that, that is, are escaping <laughs> the, the layperson's gaze. But even besides the speed, other, other aspects catching my eye, like um, their balance and footwork, uh, mm -hmm. just yeah. from a dancing background, right? How the, the spine is, is completely perpendicular to the... Um, uh, to the floor uh, for the most part so you can so you can maintain balance they're, they're very short um, steps and they're maintaining a, a line of, uh, facing their opponent so that they can go forward and backward along the line of their feet and, and mm -hmm. things like that other details like uh, getting imbalanced when they're backed up against walls or furniture and it, it affects their, uh, uh, their their movements as well and their sword play just really really great impressive incredible all the adjectives um, some details here choreographed by Fred Cavins, who was uh, renowned at the time for training and choreographing, choreographing <laughs> the, sword, the sword play in uh, many films uh, of that time. Uh, and it's, it's worth pointing out, to credit where credit is due, that some parts of the scene are apparently done by a stunt double, Alfred Cavins, in place of Tyrone Power on, on a few parts. Obviously, in, in some parts, oh, you can see his okay. face. Okay. Yeah. But uh, as... Yeah, it, myself and apparently you also it, you couldn't have told. Yeah, didn't no. notice, didn't realize anything on the first watch. So it's really s seamlessly, smoothly done uh, by the the film production uh, crew. So Alfred Cavins was, was actually the son of the choreographer. So oh, um, cool. Yeah, so a lot of familiarity there, and then hmm. but it was done, I suppose, to get some even more um, realistic action on some mm -hmm. shots you can see with uh, just the back of the head of the of the Diego character. But it just works so well, right? Just overall, from 
seamlessly done and, and uh, the scene is just so impressive um, altogether. Um, yeah, you were going to say? Yeah, I was just going to say, Alex, I think you mentioned uh, before this that uh, the captain played by Basil Rathbone, he's a he's a renowned swordsman in, in his own right before this film, right? Right, yeah. He had done other films uh, with, with swordplay in them. And my understanding is uh, at the time, he was a two-time uh, champion of the British okay. Army in fencing. So he oh, knew wow. his okay. stuff. So he, he's legit. Like this yeah, guy, yeah, is, yeah. and it obviously shows, but he's legit. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. And, and I, yeah, go ahead. Mm -hmm. No, no, go ahead. I, I was yeah, I was just going to continue that. Um, even also, just in terms of the film production, the the sound engineering, like it oh, halfway yes. through around two eighteen, you could hear the ringing of the swords and just mm -hmm. uh, just it, it's not just a little clang clang here and there, but the, it actually rings for like two three seconds after certain. Uh, parts, uh, that's a good right? point. So, yeah, so, right. so sorry, was there sound engineering involved or was it just the, the, the raw sound of their swords? Yeah, just, just, I was just impressed at the sound of, yeah. that the film um, uh, presented. I don't know any, any particulars about uh, what they had done, but, you know. The reason I ask you, yeah, the reason I ask you is because uh, I was, coincidentally enough, watching a documentary on Netflix about a little bit of the history of um, uh, the birth, I guess, of... Uh, well, I won't call it modern uh, kung fu films and <laughs> and those um, fight scenes. The way they were done is they had like a sound crew in real time watching the the kicks and the the swords mm -hmm. and all the fight, and they were they were making you know the ch -ch -ch, you know, the <laughs> like they were literally doing that in real time, and and it was that's how they were done. But I don't think this is how this was done. I think it's it look well maybe I'm wrong. I mean we should probably look it up, but um Yeah, it I seemed mean, just, like the real sounds of what was happening, but captured I have to very admit, accurately. Like, yeah. the, the first I was enthralled looking at this when you picked this, uh it was clearly legit. Clearly uh these guys know what they're doing and uh, everything that you just mentioned um uh, before this. Um it, 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 I think it, it literally is, and I've seen a lot of fight scenes. You know, I have. Yeah, I would say this is probably right up there, if not one of the best up there. Um, I think the realism is as a breath of fresh air. Yeah, um, a lot of, um, and, and this is not a, a downplay on, on Hong Kong cinema and what they've brought to Hollywood and everything else. And I think it's it's fantastic, but let's face it. A lot of it was born from pure entertainment purposes. It, it came from Peking Opera, essentially. It, it started in the play fighting at Peking Opera, and then they decided to, to, to evolve that a little bit more to look a little more realistic. But this, it's a breath of fresh air, right? There's no wushu mm -hmm. thing going on here. And, you know, wushu was 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 popularized by Yu Wengping in, in Matrix, which we've covered before. This is raw and it's nice to watch. I really like that. Yeah. Uh, uh, no messing around. Um, and I couldn't tell. I don't know what frame rate they're using. It's supposedly maybe it's 24. So it looks yeah, a little presumably. quicker than it is. But it doesn't matter. You know, you and I, I think, have seen some Olympic fencing. We know how fast that really is. So maybe, yeah, yeah. if anything, they may have had to slow it down for the camera. <laughs> <laughs> right? So... This is an incredible find. This is an incredible find. So great, great pick to this, this week on this one. Yeah, and um, 
uh, pre-episode, you and I were just chit-chatting a little bit, and you were wondering um, about the killing strike because it was hard. Yeah, to yeah, that's I right. Mean, just, that's there's right. so much about this thing that you just want to go back rewatch and maybe at mm-hmm. half speed or whatever. Just to just as a layperson, just figure out what what on earth just happened and stuff. Mm-hmm. But okay, so I looked it up a little bit. Um, the killing strike, according to some source on the internet, um, uses a technique called a disengage in uh, uh, in fencing. So that's where you you faint. So it's a fake mm-hmm. attack, and you're designed, which is designed to elicit a defensive action right. from the opponent, such as a parry. So the opponent is going to do something, uh, some kind of blocking, parrying motion with their with their uh, sword. But because you are faking it. You're mm-hmm. you're disrupting his timing. So instead of your attack going and then getting knocked away by the parry, you go, but you also make a circle motion together right. with him to avoid well, disengage from uh, his blade. Mm-hmm. And b- with his um, his sword is is busy doing the parry and his timing's disrupted. You can f- continue and follow through. With right, the right, right. That makes sense. And yeah. that, that's kind of what the internet explained was it. And even to the extent of they called it a triple disengage where. They faint, 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 and finally attack. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, it's, it's yeah, but just it's just it's matches. cool. Yeah, how mm-hmm. they include this these the littlest um, expert details in here of of uh, of fencing. It was just again, it's <laughs> amazing. Yeah, I think there's Even a the, lot. Uh, of, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I think there's a lot of hidden gems, a lot of properly popular gems that I even you haven't seen, but from older movies where they've they've just even the cinematography even the editing like they don't have the luxury we have now in terms of mm-hmm. okay you know let's retake that and we can we can do different things with it they had to know exactly what they were doing and i'm not sure how they would have filmed this or choreographed it i mean certainly there's experience involved but um i, I like the rawness of the of the fight too like he trips mm-hmm. over that piece of furniture as you mentioned earlier like look out yeah. you know he, he trips and falls over and I wonder if that was real, and they just kind of kept that in there, just to kind of keep it keep the flow of the whole thing, uh, to make it look more like a real fight. So, mm-hmm. uh, I, I this is intru- this is a tremendous find. I, I after watching this a number of times, like before you, once you sent this to me, I, I think I watched it at least five or six times. I think, and I've seen a lot. I think this is easily easily top ten, if not top five, easily, mm-hmm. easily. Yeah. So one more tidbit here. Um, there's a point in the scene where um, Diego's left arm gets a, a scratch of some, well, mm, more than yeah, a scratch, yeah, yeah. he's bleeding, mm-hmm. right? And I, I just had to rewatch a, a number of times just to figure out where did that come from? Because the, the blades are just going lightning speed, right? It just, mm-hmm. It's not obvious. It's not like on a typical Hollywood film, like, here. <laughs> and then it's obvious that's that's the particular strike that caused the, the blood to be drawn. But this one is like, you know, 20 strikes beforehand. Which one was the one that actually right. cut him? Um, right. Around three, just for our listeners' sake, around three. 302 oh, you hear cool. one of them actually cries out like ah like a little bit of a, a grunt of pain oh, i think roughly that's where it was so if you watch it at half speed you can see where he goes forward and and does a, a slash on that part of the thing of, of his arm sweet so yeah like just that's just literally stuff. tiny details but it's in there yeah um, so yeah, yeah mark any, Sorrow, other, the, any other tidbits yeah. of uh, of knowledge and facts about this i mean yeah um i had I mean, I haven't seen the film. I just my only yeah, introduction yeah. to it was this scene, which is already so impressive. Uh, apparently, people are complaining that um, one thing that was, if anything, was could be criticized about this is that it was such so early in the film that they uh, would have preferred that these two would have been able to fight some more through the film because oh, it's right. just so right. amazing, right? <laughs> but uh, but that's it that's it. that's just it, right? They didn't <laughs> do the build up and the drama, like like a. <laughs> 
<laughs> the, the, the Hollywood films that they do today. I mean, it's, um, you know, it was even the dialogue is, are you have something wrong? You, do you feel strongly about <laughs> this? And do you like to put action to those words? And then they just kind of yeah, yeah. start fighting and then a guy dies. Like it's, it's like, whoa, what just <laughs> Yeah, happened? yeah. Actually on that point, actually, what, weren't you just surprised that, you know, it's clang, 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 and then dead, <laughs> right? It just, out of nowhere, right? Like, <laughs> but that's, I guess, what happens in a real fight, right? I mean, yeah. even if you have masters at play, it probably wouldn't last more than, I don't know, uh, 20 yeah. seconds. I mean, at most, you get right? you get metal through your heart, and I guess that's, that's it. That's right? really it's what just it is, right? all it took was one that one mistake. And Imagine then, like oh, years okay, and decades it. of like training. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all it takes is like <laughs> thirty second fight, and you're done. I don't say this was thirty seconds, but I mean, real fights are yeah. they're not long. A hollow makes them long, right? Real <laughs> fights are pretty quick, and you could go decades of training, and if you're you're up against someone that's just a master, you're done. <laughs> but yeah it's just it's just a, a pleasant or not positive but it was just cool how surprising yeah. it was to it's just suddenly end it's, it's surprising yes. it's nice it's different yeah. it's refreshing yeah. and there's also another part where he I think it was Diego he gets kind of crunched in the corner in the ceiling and he's trying to yeah, kind yeah. of moves up the and stairwell for him, and, yeah, exactly and then he's yeah. not even looking down at his feet to do right, that right, right to be that's able right. to just to go right. up the steps with, without thinking, without looking, and just kind of working know. with the terrain, right? Working with the terrain yeah, yeah, at, yeah. at hand, and so yeah, it was. I'm sh- I'm certain that um, I remember recalling. Uh, I'm trying to remember this film, but it's a very famous knife scene between Donnie Yen and oh, oh I forget Wu, I forget his name now, but uh, it's a very very famous um, knife scene, and. Uh, the knock, the 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 fact about that one was that alleyway scene was done almost ad lib. There was no choreograph. They they actually chested each other. Uh, Is this the one where Donnie and had a had a kind of a yeah, metal baton. bar? That's as right. His, That's oh, yeah. Right. Okay. There you yeah, go. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. And it's it's an impressive piece. And there's moments in that choreography, not choreography, but that fight scene where it kind of looks like a real fight scene. And, it, and the reality is it. it it's because it was for they were testing each other out and they were just they just press play right <laughs> and then of, of course the slow-mos and the the finishing moves and all that stuff was choreographed but it kind of reminds me you, you can kind of tell right when they're actually just going right um but yeah no this is this is a fantastic find um definitely one to bookmark and watch it again I'm, I'm curious to see what else they did other movies i too. think they were in one other film uh, the black swan i think mm-hmm. I, I didn't research mm-hmm. too deeply in here but that's sort of what i read but yeah, just gonna, to I'm go to look i'm gonna definitely have to look okay yeah yeah, yeah. i mean both of them did other films um with with Zara play I mean, because because battle rathbone was was known already by this time to be prob at, his, at the time anyway hollywood's greatest swordsman uh, yeah uh, so he <laughs> filled the bill here man <laughs> It yeah. was amazing. So. But I was going to say back to the point of of the surprise of the of the ending. It's just, <laughs> yeah. it's just, it's really in contrast with almost everything that you ever see in, in yeah, the yeah, last yeah, twenty yeah. years of Hollywood, where yeah. uh, the music builds up, the the tension builds up. You could <laughs> see hurt. okay, one gets injured, yeah, another gets injured, a little oh, more injured. Like so you could kind of, up. yeah, yeah, yeah. You could tell the HP of the <laughs> of the characters, right, going down, down, down. But this one, they're it's like, and they're fighting. They're, they seem neck and neck, and just boom, and that's it. Gone. 
Yeah. Just or, and it's so different and it's refreshing, right? It is. It's nice. I mean, it, and that over or the over dramatic fight scene where the the good guy gets nicked and he gets hit and he's gotten beaten up and then there's a <laughs> a slow mo of Daniel son, your karate is still good inside you. Now time that out, and then all of a sudden he beats him. <laughs> just right. comes dramatic out triumphant this, music. Dramatic triumph at the end, right? <laughs> yeah, this <laughs> is just like ching cling cling cling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway so no, good thank you thank you for bringing us I quite enjoyed this one yeah and I'll be look, I'll be sure to look at some of these other other works from the, both these guys okay yeah so that was that Mark of Sorrow all right thank you so much thanks everyone for listening in and uh, we're going to be tuning in to 40 next time and mm-hmm. I have a pretty good idea what I want to do next it's either be it's either going to be something very similar, inspired inspired by this pick, Alex, uh, or a complete change of gears. But um, we'll see. We'll see what we'll do uh, yeah. uh, uh, next time. So thanks very much, everyone, and I uh, hope you have a good day, morning, and evening. Take care. Yep. Join us in the next one. Bye bye, everyone. Thanks for listening. You can email us at scenereview at twentydigit.com and find us on YouTube by searching for Twenty Digit Productions. And we're 20 Digit on Twitter and Instagram. Note that our website and all our online IDs are spelled with numbers 20DIGIT. Thanks for listening to the 20 Digit Scene Review Podcast. <laughs>